Hello, this is Math Night. Math Night is dedicated to a student-centered approach to math. We are thinking beyond the textbook and empowering our students to become the problem solvers of tomorrow. Please feel free to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. We greatly appreciate your support. Hello, Math Knights. This is Ron Martiello, and I'm here with Abby Mazzoni. Hi, Abby. Hi. How are you, Ron? I'm good. Abby, why don't you tell us a little bit about what your role in education is and uh, and where you're from? Sure. Um, I am a second grade teacher at Walton Farm Elementary, and this is my 17th year teaching. Awesome. And Abby, you and I have been working closely, especially in the area of problem solving, but I've been in your class, and I'm here today, and I just saw some amazing things that you have taken well beyond the conversations uh, that we've had. And you've made a lot of connections with the exciting things that are happening in your classroom. And I would love for you to share that with us. Where did, where did our conversation start? Um, our conversation started around starting to use the MESS strategy with second graders. So we started back in, I think, November, working on introducing it to the students and getting them familiar with different ways to show their understanding as well as practice the explanation piece of problem solving, which is really difficult for second graders. So we kind of started there, and we kind of just took off from that point on. Um, I started to combine what I've been researching on numberless word problems, and that has really um, been very effective in working with my second graders. And one of the goals of our district is to pay a little more attention to the shifts in the core, especially the third one with rigor, where we're balancing our math between conceptual understanding, uh, procedural work where the numbers do the work for us, and then also real-world problem-solving, which has led you to some interesting places with these numberless word problems. Um, I have. I've been. I've done some research, made a few of my own, and then we kind of got creative and started to incorporate my maps, um, Google Maps, and, and using specifically my maps to do some measurement in, and include that in some of our problem-solving tasks. So tell me about the step that... Like, why were they going to that map? There was something very special happening in your <laughs> class that had, you know, it's a buzz around the district right now. In my class, we have worked on researching. Uh, one of the things that I found with my students is that they have a million questions and they want everything answered right away. So we started to incorporate a little news program called Burning Questions. And every once a month or so, we have someone from around the district or around the country send us a question and my students research it. So we have now gotten to the point where we've traveled outside of the North Penn School District to various parts of Pennsylvania and even as far south as North Carolina. So what I decided to do was I took that information and incorporated it into a numberless word problem and then we used the tool um, of my maps to measure the distance from Walton Farm to the different locations that we visited during our burning questions videos. And that's amazing because right away the kids and the excitement around the room about how far their message has traveled with with uh, the burning question as well as they're they're wanting to know like how far it's gone and you know how far did episode five go versus where episode four has gone and that's where your lesson kind of landed today when I when I came in. Yeah the kids are so excited they they absolutely love this project they love doing burning questions they love to be reporters and so to see that they're 
their message is going outside of Walton Farms walls is just blows their mind. So then to put it into a math problem and literally find out exactly how many miles it has traveled is just so much fun and they get so excited about it. And that, that tracks their progress too because it's like, well, how far is my message going and can I get it to go farther next time? That's our goal. <laughs> That's awesome. So let's restri- retrace your steps. Sure. First, you started with just trying to up the rigor in your classroom, create a balanced math class where students are, are doing a mess, mm-hmm. a model equation, solution, and summary. You took it to another piece where, and you talked to me about uh, the the resources you found on numberless word problems. You added those. You created your own. Then you have this burning math que- or burning question that you've put into your math lesson now, and it's all culminating in this activity on Google My Maps. Am I right? Uh, you're totally right. Yeah, we combined uh, language arts, writing, research. Um, social studies and math all in one. Wow. <laughs> it's a one-stop shop. <laughs> it's a one-stop. But how relevant is that experience and how memorable will this math moment be for our students? Yeah, I hope it's very memorable. It seems to be. The families are loving it. We're sharing it with them. And the kids are just so excited to be able to do something beyond the norm, um, more, more than just a regular research report. I love what you just said about families because I'm sure there's a lot of dinner table conversation <laughs> happening about the work that you're doing with this project. That's what I understand, yes. So, and now... It sounds great. I am sure there have been some hiccups along the way. Oh, gosh. There have been a lot of hiccups. Um, you know, in the beginning, the kids just, you know, stare with blank eyes. When we first started numberless word problems, they say, Mrs. Mazzoni, we can't solve this. There, there are no numbers in it. Um, and so I have to get – it took time to get them past that, that belief where you have to see numbers in order to do math. And so once we've practiced that and we've done it some more, then they're more open-minded to try some more things. And that's when I've been able to um, up the rigor a little bit and do some things that are more difficult. But, yeah, it, it was ugly in the beginning. But we, we got here. We got to this Because learning's point. messy. Right. Learning's messy. is not a straight line. It doesn't always go the way we plan. But as we push through and we, we allow, we assume competency in our students that they can do it. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that. I've seen your, your students' confidence grow in math. I mean, these are probably some of the most confident second graders I've seen uh, with their math. Finally, why don't, we, why don't we talk about, even though we've had these hiccups and learning is messy, what are the benefits for your students? What are you seeing? They're so much more confident. I have seen my class this year so much more confident in attacking a word problem, even just a regular word problem from our GoMath journal. Um, they just feel so much better about it, and they're able, if, if they are stuck, they are able to help each other. I've seen them be able to discuss with each other more and, and say, oh, remember we, used, we talked about comparison problems before, and they're able to put a name on it, and, and they're able to, to bring back that, that background knowledge, and the kids are just so much more confident than, than I've ever seen. And you know what, what is the, the best thing that they can come out of your math class with, but that confidence and that empowerment that, you know, I can conquer any problem, I may need to ask for help. I may need to ask another student. I may need to go find another resource. But eventually, I'm going to work through this problem. And that confidence is so important as they move on up into the grade levels. Yeah, I think the greatest reward for me was when I had a student who has come up to me and said, you know, Mrs. Mazzoni, I never liked math before, but I love it this year. Like, there's nothing better than hearing that. And that makes you feel like, okay, what we're doing is worth it. Awesome. Math night. I'm going to end it on that note, Abby. You are amazing. I want to thank you very much for your time today and for sharing your story because we all need, we all have stories and we're all looking for that courage to try something new. Math Knights, if you would like to connect with Abby Mitsoni, just follow her on Twitter at 
Mrs. Mazzoni. That's M-R-S, capital M-A-Z-Z-O-N-I. And you can find out what her awesome second graders are doing there. We hope that you found today's podcast helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a like or follow us so you can follow our future podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at hashtag NPMathNights. That's Knights with a K. And you can also follow me at Ron underscore Martiello. We hope to connect with you there. Take care, Math Knights. Hello, this is Math Knights. Math Knights is dedicated to a student-centered approach to math. We are thinking beyond the textbook and empowering our students to become the problem solvers of tomorrow. Please feel free to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. We greatly appreciate your support.